Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. Your daily financial news. My name is Michael Zuber. wrote a book called One Rental at a Time. run this channel. This is a channel about building wealth. And again, remember, building wealth oftentimes is about buying assets on the cheap when they are on sale. I just did a video or a live stream at 7 o'clock this morning talking about how bad this housing crash is going to be. I gave you the math. I gave you the data sources. In short, it looks like this housing crash could be anywhere between 40 and 60%, and it will take four to six years. Housing crashes are not moments in times. They're not a quarter. They're not even a year in the making. If you want to see all the data from the last three housing crashes, watch that live stream. It just came out. And of course, if you want to help me out, smash the like button for Sonny. He is here uh, for you. Uh, again, say hi to Sonny, smash the like button, subscribe, comment, all that good stuff. As for the daily financial news, as always on the weekend, we are going to look at the week ahead. What earnings are coming out? What economic numbers are important? We will talk about that. We will talk about CPI, Consumer Price Index. Friday is the day. You have heard many, many videos reference June 10th. June 10th, well, is on Friday. The real question about CPI is, has, do we have a trend? Do we have validation that peak inflation is over? To rewind the clock, we were at 8.5, then we were at 8.3. If it ticks down to the expected 8.2, you will have more and more folks declare victory, declare peak inflation behind us, and they will be screaming for the Fed to stop raising rates sooner. The stock market will love that. I think it is a huge mistake, but hey, it is what it is. So the first thing we're going to do is play over, under, together. The over, under for this guest is 82 are you going to take the under or are you going to take the over? And folks, I'm going to stick with the over. You probably heard me talk three weeks ago that I think CPI is going to shock people to the upside. I am calling 8.5. I see no reason to change. I think rent, I think food, I think gas, I think airlines. Sure, we may see components like clothes reduce, but I think there is more pressure on the upside than the downside. So I'm taking 8.5. What about you? This is a big deal. Friday morning could be really good or really bad when we're talking about the stock market. We also have another important metric coming out Friday. More about that in a minute. Pre-announcements. I warned this was coming, I think, two weeks ago with Taylor on our Monday discussions. Right after that snap came out, then Salesforce had currency, and then Microsoft had currency. Folks, we are, we are in pre-announcement season. If you've been investing for the last couple of years, you don't know how bad pre-announcements could be. Pre-announcements think earning cuts. I think we're going to have some pretty bad earnings cuts 
here in the near future, we shall see. And then finally, the big question for the week, has inflation peaked? So moving on to the uh, important week ahead, we have on, where do we got? Monday, Apple. I don't know if a lot of you saw this. There was a financial analyst who was doing some research on Apple, specifically Apple Store, and highlighting that Asia and Europe are very weak. Very weak. They are taking that to mean that the China shutdown, Europe recession, could potentially dent Apple. And as I talked just, I think it was a week ago, I pontificated that if we saw Tesla and Apple pre-announced, not saying they will, but if they did, that would be not good for the overall market. And what did we see last week or just yesterday? Tesla talked about a 10% whack of employees, about a super bad feeling. Then we have an analyst report pointing at some Apple weakness. If Apple has weakness, that, uh, that is ungood for lots and lots of other companies. Tuesday, we have J.M. Smucker and Cracker Barrel. Why are those important? James Smucker is packaged foods. Think grocery store. Are we seeing people trade down from name brands to store brands? Are we seeing inflation costs inside of food processor or food creator rising still? What about supply chain? Cracker Barrel. Cracker Barrel. Think restaurants. More specifically, Cracker Barrel is interesting because as I know them, they're right off the freeways. Right When you're driving across country or driving here or there, you're on a large freeway. Cracker Barrel is where you may stop. So is Cracker Barrel seeing less drivers, right? Is high oil or gas prices impacting people driving? Are they not getting dessert? Are they not getting appetizers? Cracker Barrel will be interesting for the consumer. Wednesday, Campbell's Soup, Thor Industries. Campbell's Soup, kind of like J.M. Smucker, what is going on? Are people still, are they turning to soup as a source of food? Are they building out or and what is going on with inflation? Thor Industries, if you don't know who Thor is, think RVs, recreational vehicles. I don't know about you, but I think recreational vehicles use a lot of gas. And at $6 or more a gallon, are people backing off RVs? Are they canceling purchases? What is going on with recreational vehicles? Thursday, we have Singit Jewelers and DocuSign, as well as Vail Resorts. Singit Jewelers is important because at least what I am reading is weddings and engagements are off the charts. I'm going to guess a jewelry store is seeing a lot of purchases for rings, but we shall see. DocuSign, kind of the classic stay-at-home trade, kind of going nowhere. Are they going backwards? We shall see. Vail Resorts. Vail Resorts is interesting, right? Vail Resorts is um, a high-end resort. What is going on with that consumer? My guess, just a wild-ass guess, they're not going to Vail. They're going to Europe, Asia, South America. We are done. We had two years of local travel. I'm guessing all of these airlines that are upping their earnings, it's because of international routes. I think Vail Resorts will bring that home. And then on Friday, two important numbers. First, 
We're going to play over under together in CPI. I'm going to take the over. I'm going to call 8-5. Do you want the over under on 8-2? And if you want to play along, guess a number. It's a pure guess. Let's see what happens. The experts guess. They're never right. So why don't we guess? The other important number that comes out on Friday is consumer sentiment. If you watch my channel, I think it was 10 days ago, I said, ouch, I think the consumer just broke. I think it was after the target earnings. I'm like, I think the consumer's broken, right? Then we kind of saw validation in the trade down to Dollar General, Dollar Tree. I think we are seeing a huge bifurcation. The 30% that have money, going nuts. The other 70, the most of us, not so good. We will see on Friday. That consumer sentiment number, I think, is going to come in ungood. Not good at all. We shall see. All right, what else do we got? Uh, Lots of stuff still. Let me see. Oh, Fed officials. The Fed officials have now entered a quiet period, right? They have a meeting coming up, so they're going to be quiet. But just before the quiet period started, Fed President Mester said inflation hasn't peaked. Now, in fairness, she said she hasn't seen data that inflation has peaked. That's important because a lot of people are just blindly. You are living on hopium that you think inflation has peaked. And I have experts on this channel. Dan Bird, if you watch him on Sundays, he believes that inflation has peaked. He could be right, but I think it's hopium to place a lot of bets on that. It is a very, very dangerous bet. Inflation is broadening out. And I do not think most people realize it's not about the cost of gas or even the cost of diesel. It's about everything that's wrapped around that, especially food, rent, and everything to do with energy. Friday's a big day. Friday's a big day. I read the saddest, I don't know. It was the saddest thing I read yesterday. How about that? The saddest thing I read yesterday. One third, one third of families that make 250 grand a year live paycheck to paycheck. One third of families that make 250 grand a year live paycheck to paycheck. There is so many things wrong in that statement as to be hugely discouraging, disappointing. Get your money right. Increase your disposable income. Stop selling hours and going backwards. If if you make 250 grand a year and you're living paycheck to paycheck, your needs versus wants are broken. Just broken. And by the way, I live in the valley. I know lots of people in my situation or around me are in that situation. Not not good. I think there was a very interesting comment by BlackRock yesterday. Folks, if you watched the Daily Financial News yesterday, we talked about the May jobs number. From memory, I think they came in at 390. I expected 353. The street expected 323. So it blew it out by 20%. BlackRock said, and I think this is interesting. We should watch this. They said this might be the last good economic number. That's interesting. 
So that means that bad news could become good news. And in a warped way, absolutely. We need bad news to be good news. Why? Because we need the Fed to see that what they're doing is working. If the CPI report comes out on Friday at eight and a half, you will hear them talk about another half a point and another half a point. You will talk about the dreaded 75 basis points in September. I hope BlackRock is right because we need to get through this. We need to stop seeing huge job strength, huge wage growth. We, we, stop, we need to stop seeing unemployment going down, down, down. Because if it does, inflation is going to get worse. The Fed's going to pull and pull harder. The Fed may be forced to Paul Volcker, all of us, and that could be a problem. I think it is very clear. Again, I think China is in a recession right now. I don't think we will see any data to validate it, but that's what I believe. I believe Europe has started a recession and will be validated in Q3. And I think the U.S. will see one early next year. This is a worldwide. The world printed too much money. And now we kind of have to pay the price. What else do I got? Citigroup, again, we heard from Jamie Dimon saying hurricane. We heard from Bank of America basically say by the dip. Now we have Citigroup CEO saying it's hard to believe we can avoid a recession. Do I do not think it will be the normal recession. I think this one will be deeper and longer. But again, it won't start till next year. Yep, I guess that's what I got for you today. Lots of great stuff. Again, if you want to know how bad this housing crash is going to be, I just did a live stream on it, somewhere between 40 and 60%, somewhere between four and six years. It is going to be bad. Check out the math. I give it all away. I'll see you in a few minutes. We will do our live stream at eight. Look forward to saying hello. Look forward to answering some questions. Have a great day. Bye-bye.